This is Eddie Ojeda, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Listen, baby. Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is... Maximum voltage. Maximum power. Maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at... 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. He's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way. If you got that problem, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that you should know. This ain't the same old story.
why they like us. The others all get up and go. start to show off with some twisted sister here on maximum threshold radio episode 452 man I'm, all, all i gotta say is this i got a one packed ass show for you tonight we're gonna pack you more than a prostate exam how's that tonight that's that's the easy way of putting it <laughs> tonight uh, i got a bunch of interviews here i'm gonna try to unload a, a few match uh let's see here I have tonight the interview with Jamie Jost of Hate Breed. It's coming up in a couple minutes. So keep tuning in and listen to this as you can hear that. It was real cool. And last night at the in Cleveland at the Odeon, Hate Breed took the stage to start off their tour this year or this 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 nice little leg of it. And man, I just say it was a sold out crowd. The VIP was packed. Is worth it, man. If you guys, if you guys love hate breed, you need to check that out. It's it's really well, really well worth it. So make your way over there and check it out. I want to do here. I want to get back into the music here, real, real for a little lull. Then we'll come back with an interview with Jamie Josta. And like, like I said, I got the interview with Talator and Eddie of Queensrÿche. I have a Devil Driver interview. I, I if we have time, I'll play. And I know I got Mark Tremonti as well. Um. Let's see here, and um, I got these are the interviews I got up on the board that I'd like to try to get, unload to you guys. I have Brittany Fox. I got Michael Sweet. I want to play the Michael Sweet one because that's a real nice one. And um, yeah, that's just the, the new ones from this week. The interviews that we got. So let me get back in the music here. We'll come back here, and when they start knocking these bad boys out, I man, they're really good interviews too. They're not um, like how long you been in a band. Nothing like that. Well, maybe if I play the Devil Driver one, it's kind of, it kind of rolls that way a little bit. That's because we were just figuring the guys out, and once we figure out who they were, <laughs> it went pretty smooth. It was it got got pretty funny too. So the Devil Driver one's pretty good. We didn't get we didn't get Des. Uh, we got uh, the drummer and the the guitarist in the band. You know, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. So like I was saying. The Hatebreed show, man. If you guys, if you guys like Hatebreed, 
you gotta get your tickets, man. You gotta get to the show. Gotta check them out. And I'm telling you, if you're young, get up front. If you're old, make your like. If you're like one of those old, old horses, remember, remember, like in Little Rascals, they had the horse. They had um that old one, you know, with their like their back caved in, and it's it's like at the big dip. But if you're like Dad, if you got a messed up back or something like that, and you can't. You can't handle it, you know, getting pushed around and stuff like that. Move the back um, for safety reasons. Let's just say the Hate Breach Show is a, a kick-ass show. And it's, you got to love it, man. Because when when you, when you they're all that talk about, you know, Metal Dead and stuff like that, you go to one of these shows, man, you see a good, you know, a couple thousand people there in the crowd. They're just jumping up and down, going insane, literally. You it kind of, it kind of changed perspective of what you you know what you think about with the music, because all I know is when I saw all these people and I saw this place packed, you know literally from the front to the back, uh, just just wall of people, I should say like it looked more like a little lake of people than so many people were there. It was great, man. Like and I'm gonna keep saying it, get your ass to a hate breed show, support these guys, you know they're there. Because they love it, and they're good people, no doubt about it. And also, one uh, would one would be doing over the next couple of weeks. I have an autograph um, poster of Hate Breed. I want to be giving away to one of our lucky listeners out there. So you guys tune in. I'll be giving it away. Let's see here. Oh, I'm getting a text message. This goes out to some old guy. Just text me. Goes. I where the hell we go? I had to move to the back at Megadeth. About to, about got my ass stomped. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you're kicking sixty in the ass. Because <laughs> you know what happens? You fall down, man. You break your hip. You're taking your ass out the pasture. You're going. You're going to the farm. <laughs> that's not a good one. Okay, here let's play some music. Here we'll come back here. This here is some brand new hate breed here in Maximum Threshold Radio. Um, I didn't want to, I had something else lined. Here it is. Okay, here you go, man. It's this I like this one because any song that has the word go in it like that, it's gotta be good, man. And these guys know what they're doing. Jamie's great with his lyrics. I'm not gonna keep talking them up, man. But you guys already know this shit, so I ain't even gonna say it anymore. So here you go. This is brand new hate breed here on Maximum Threshold. This is off the concrete confessional here exclusively on Maximum Threshold Radio. Back after this horns up, baby.
Yeah, there you go. Some brand new hate breed. Ah, there you go, man. So I think we're going to jump right into this one. Let me knock out a couple of these little quick little commercials. They're not even really commercials, just promos for us. But I'm going to knock out some of these here and we're going to come back, say hi again. And then we're going to go into our interview with Jimmy Chasta of Hate Breed. And once again, that was some brand new Hate Breed for you off the Concrete Confessional here on Maximum Threshold Radio. Okay, we'll be back after this. Horns up, baby. Fish in the air. Trailers rocking. Probably with our sister. I mean, we're listening to Maximum Threshold right here. Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Looking for reliable and affordable Shoutcast audio or video hosting? JWN Media offers complete Shoutcast hosting solutions for business or personal use. All plans come with full listener stats, custom web scripts for implementing your service into your existing website, full server control, super fast network, and huge bandwidth limits, a 99.5% uptime guarantee, and friendly, knowledgeable support personnel dedicated to making your hosting experience fun and easy. With plans starting at only three a month, you have no excuse not to get a server of your own. Plus, with the option to add auto DJ and on-demand services, you can be confident your station will be all it can be. Custom plans are also available at their website. Simply visit jwnmedia.com and click the Shoutcast hosting link to get started right now. You want to follow Maximum Threshold Radio? You can do so. You can find us at maximumthreshold.net, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Maximum Threshold Radio. Twitter at Max Threshold. You can also get us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Maximum Threshold. Pretty damn simple, huh? Check us out. Follow us. Be part of us. Hi, here's Love Shaker from the Scorpions, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Hi, I'm one of the 37 pentagrams on Jeff Blackburn's arm. And when I'm not watching him whack his weenie, I listen to Maximum Threshold. Have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. Nine out of ten alcoholics listen to Max on the threshold. The tenth one just happens to be a heroin addict. Max the threshold, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we're going to knock out this Jamie Jost interview. This is from last night in Cleveland at the Odeon. I just want to say thanks again, Jamie. It was great hooking up with you. And, um, man, people treated us great, which I really appreciate. And, you know, we love you. So here you go, man. Here's the interview I did with, with Jamie last night. And Bill Bailey was also tag, tagging along uh, from Domain Cleveland. So you can hear him chime in every now and then. But here you go, man. This is this is pretty cool, man. Pretty informative. Good stuff here. Take care, man. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show, episode 452. Hey, this is Dominic of Maximum Threshold Radio, and also linking up here with Jermaine Cleland. And here we have the infamous, the one, the man, Jimmy Jasta. Now, who from Hatebreed has not been on Maximum Threshold Radio yet? The other guitarist, not Frank. 
Wayne. Wayne. I thought we were trying to link up and have him do it. Yeah, I, I think, think, we, I think yeah. it's 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 hard with Saturday nights, right? Like oh, dudes don't want to like dudes want to like go to the movies, and, right? Or kiss concerts. But you, yeah, but then, then we get them at kiss concerts, right? But you've been you've been on a roll though. I seen yeah. like you had some good guests. Like it's recently. like it's like that every week, man. Yeah, I mean, just like you, man. But you you know you go out of your way, which is which is nice. <laughs> I like that you get like some horror movie people on there too sometimes because I was in, I've been thinking about doing that. For the podcast, like going to the horror convention. Oh yeah, you got. I I went, and you know what's fucked up is, I was with Mike Vallely and Randy from Lamb of God, and we did a signing at Rock and Shock, and they said they came up to our signing, they go, "Hey, Roddy Piper wants to meet you guys." Oh shit! And we got to meet him, and then he passed away like right after. I know. We took pictures, and uh, and as he was walking up. Mike V goes, check him, see if he's got a coconut on him. And everybody started dying. He's like, yeah. And, and they told us the whole story. Yeah. And um, it was just incredible. But then he goes, hang on. And then Kane Hodder came. And oh, we were talking right. to Kane. Yeah, and then Tom Savini came through. And so I was like, man, if I had all my gear. Oh, you need one of these guys. I know, I know. But I, the problem with mine is, like, I'm such a stickler for the um, Sound quality. The, 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 the mics and the pop stoppers and, and, the, and the background noise. It's like. I just, I just don't, I can't do it. I, I need, you know, I just want to have it set up. I want to have stands. I mean, I've been doing it without mic stands, yeah. which then you get like the, yeah. like with Halford, you know, like he's moving the mic. So you got the zoom, you got one of those zooms? No, I'm going to get Oh, those are, those are nice, man. Cause get the stereo sound. Yeah. I just did Seaton from Dan Patrick's show. He has a podcast now called Seaton Calling and I just, he has the new zoom and yeah. loved it. It was like 450 bucks or something, but I want to get one of them. Yeah, it looks, gotta get the, gotta get the sponsor. I know. <laughs> I know. Right now, right now I got a new episode came out today. With Dave Lombardo in it. I was listening to that on the way oh, here. Oh, cool, cool. It sounded good. It did it sound okay because yep. it was fucking air conditioner kept. Oh, going you couldn't. On. I couldn't, couldn't hear none of that. Oh, okay, all right, good. It was nice. Yeah. So, what do you got coming up? Um, I got Queensryche tomorrow night. Todd. Yep. Great. Got Todd and Eddie. Oh, that's great. And also we got um. You got to ask Todd about all the spacey stuff. We already got to record. I tr I try. I, just listen to this. You'll like this. So this was at M3. We had sent the other guy, Michael, to go down there and interview. And I told him, I said, you got to talk alien shit with them. Yeah. He brought up to him and Todd act like he didn't know none of that shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. He pled the fifth. Because I was like, I said, he probably wanted to get to the next interview. Or I, I re-listened re to the interview you did with him. I was like, oh, this is so good. Talk about the King Crimson and now yeah. him getting in the band and all that stuff. So I fed him all this information while he was there. And he just like, no, I don't know none of that stuff. Oh, damn. That's a good stuff there, too. Well, you know, exclusive, exclusive. Right. <laughs> so what you got going on? Well, we got the record coming out today. Tonight's looking like it's going to be sold out. And then we got tomorrow sold out. Lincoln, Nebraska, Sunday, we'll see. It's looking okay. Um, we're going to we're gonna hit up uh, the Cubs game. We're trying, nice. to, we're trying to, like, it's been so busy. Like, I flew in. I haven't slept yet. I slept on the floor of the uh, Delta Lounge. Yeah, I heard you picking up. Yeah. yeah, in uh, Minneapolis. And so, and then I tried to catch, like, a 40-minute nap. But So we're going to try to, like, before the day off. I'm actually going to get Scorpions on the day off. Oh, nice. So Rudolph and Klaus, normally they limit it to about, 
30 minutes, I think. Ask Rudolph about his acoustic he takes with him. He's got a Flying V acoustic that he takes with him. Everywhere. I know. I know. Yeah, what else should I get? You know, I was listening to a bunch of his interviews, and I'm like, everybody's covered so much because they've been around the longest. So the, yeah. the bands that have been around the longest, they've been asked everything. Oh, yeah. So to go back into that, uh, what was that? Who was the guy uh, from the Scorpions that was on TMZ that talked about being at an Illuminati party with the sac human sacrifices or whatever? Holy <laughs> shit, yeah. yeah. Remember that? I'll Google that and yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't Rudolph or or, or Klaus, Klaus, was it? I, I forget who it was. The drummer who got they arrested or something. Something Hotel. about it, and he's like, "I've seen live snuff films or whatever." Yeah. Wow. Big parties in Germany or some shit. I think it was, oh, you think it was Herman Rarebell? He's probably been knocked out or taken out already. Or he'll have an accident. You might not want to go down that route. Oh, right? Yeah. He'll be like, I can't. He'll be like Todd with the Queens yeah. right now. I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah, what, what do you mean? No, no. <laughs> Never heard of it. But yeah, so the album's coming out. We're trying you know, we're trying to get this album in the top ten. We'll see what happens. It, the way that the streaming charts is affecting yeah. it now, the current is different than the actual top chart. So the top 200 current chart is different. So like Drake, he had like 300 million streams, but it's only going to count towards like 15,000 albums. Oh, wow. Which is kind of too bad because, yeah. I mean, he's still going to have the number one album. It doesn't really matter for yeah. an artist like him. But for us, I saw we're like, we're number t 10 overall on iTunes today. So that's pretty good considering that there's a new Megan Trainer, the Drake, you know, yeah. all these big pop. I'm doing everything I can to pimp it out. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I saw Best Buy actually tweeted it. So oh, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, I know. Sweet. Well, they're tired of the garbage music taking up all the spots too. They, I said it. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they, it was nice. They gave us like space in the store because you know it's harder and harder like to, to actually ship the CDs and. But it's it's gonna be good. I, I'm confident that people will go out and get it or get it on iTunes or Amazon. It's a great record, man. I got I got to listen to it shit like five six times over and over and over so I can get it in my soul and feel it. And no, it's serious. You got some records you got to listen to a couple times. You know, the first time through you figure out, hey, am I gonna like this or not? Then you get the second time like, yeah. Then you start finding yourself the third time humming along with it and getting into the music. And with this one, man, you just find yourself like you just like. You just feel like you want to break shit when you listen nice. to it. Nice, that's good. I haven't got to hear it yet, but I know for me and my journey in life that Hatebreed albums have been like self-help. You know, nice. I mean, we've talked about this yeah. in the past, man. I mean, some with some of your lyrics back going back to Perseverance and stuff like that. Man. Gotta listen to the new one because there's some great Feeling shit in this one. Life shit, you know, and you know, I I know that I got a lot of other people to thank, but part of my seven years of sobriety I celebrate, I definitely will give to Hatebreed and your guys' oh, music so motivated me to live a healthier life, man. That's great to hear. You know, this, this one is like, it's like the older version. Like, so it's like the more wise that you get with the years, it's like you kind of, you can retouch on topics without it being too repetitive, but... I'm the same way with records. Like I'll go yeah. like like that that um, Testament record, the Formation of Damnation. I found myself liking songs later in the record, yeah. deeper cuts and stuff. The more I listen to it, so I'm the same way. Like I like to digest it, and I uh, like I've been listening to this band Skeletal Remains. It's kind of like obituary like influence, and I'll get okay. to like the later songs in the record and. I like that where where you want to it's not just you know the single or the video or the first three songs and and we wanted to make sure with this record that it wasn't there wasn't any filler I mean even the later songs like dissonance and uh, and walking the knife I went back and redid the vocals and tried to uh, create a better um, interaction with the music like a better hook and a better like mm -hmm. um, cadence and yeah I noticed the melody lines 
you know. Yeah, I threw a little, little subtle yeah, things in there. Like, there, like it's really set back in the mix on Slaughtered in Their Dreams. But that we were recording that the day that Lemmy passed away, uh-huh. and so and and originally I was it was so crazy because I had said to Zeus, I want to sing this like Lemmy, and I was doing this like shedding blood in its wake, and I was like trying to like really like channel my inner Lemmy. And it worked for the song, but then the way that we were sequencing the album, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to scream this song. I can't do these vocals like this because yeah. it's too different from everything from the album. So we just set that Lemmy-style vocal like really deep. So if you listen to it in headphones, you can hear it. I'm doing like a little Lemmy, man, in the back. <laughs> and it's, so it's just a little tribute to him. But I, you know, I had him on the podcast, and we oh, did yeah. a cruise. And, so, and then you know, with the, all the Paris stuff that went down, I, it just... Seeing all the Americans talk about the policy in Paris and seeing all that stuff and all the talking heads and seeing like, because I watch MSNBC, I watch Fox, I watch CNN, I watch Al Jazeera. Well, that's not around. That's not on TV anymore, but you can watch online. And so seeing all the different biased reactions, I'm like, all right, I can put this little things into the, the lyrics. So like Us Against Us, I rewrote AD, I rewrote... And um, you know, I told the guys, look, this will be the first record with some social issues on it, but it's not from a biased standpoint. It's just from a, a like a snapshot of the times. It's yeah. not. It's not saying like this is what's going to happen. Right. It's not saying like, you know, this is the conservative view or this is the liberal view or this is the the in between view. It's just trying to just be a snapshot of the times. Because now, when you go back and you listen to Perseverance, if you look at the date, you go, oh wow, yeah, maybe some of this stuff was written after 9/11. Or if you listen to Rise of Vitality, you could say like, oh yeah, maybe this, maybe this stuff, some of it is, or even self-titled, you could say this is post-housing crash. You know, the economy going to shit. Because, and and if you think about from 2009 till now. The fucking, if you did buy a house, you're, it's a losing investment, right? Yes. And we don't get, the student loans get don't get forgiven. Um, all the corruption, like we live in a state where the governor went to jail. The mayors of like seven different like cities, crack. you know, went to jail. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so like, it's like, it's, it's yeah, certain, some, some albums prior to this, yeah, maybe we didn't touch on it, but like how much of the same stuff can we sing about? So it's just like a couple songs. What are you expecting out of this new one? Honestly, I'm just happy if we get two or three songs in the set. And for the last record, we were doing like four or five. So this one, we already do two. And they were going over big in Europe, even though the record wasn't out. And I think that's a good sign. Like, it kind of had the feeling like we got right before Rise of Brutality when This Is Now video came out and people were already singing it. I kind of have that same feeling. Because it's almost like it's a sick look. Like, you know how things go in... And waves. Yeah, like peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. Like we we put out Rise of Brutality really quick because we could tell that that valley was going to come. Like we didn't know if Headbangers Ball was going to be around. We didn't know uh, what tours we were going to get. And you know how it goes. The bands come and go. Venues come and go. And so we followed up quick with that record. And with this one, even though we didn't, it took us two, three years in between Divinity, but... Davini was like kind of like beating the sophomore jinx in a way because it felt like our second album because it was the second album with Wayne back in the band. So we're like, we got to come really hard because then people will go, oh, after that, you know, third album with Wayne back in the band, they kind of lost the edge. And, and we, you know, now if Honor Never Dies and, you know, maybe put it to the torch, stay in the set, that's fine. But this record, we want to have another two, three in there too. Exactly. I think you could play almost this whole damn record, man. It'd go over great. We sequenced it like a set. You? you know, if you listen to Serve Your Masters, that's a good closer. Dissonance, Walk in the Night. Yeah, we sequenced it kind of like a set. Like, from the start, you know, AD would be an opener where you would, you know, want to come out and, and 
and play that first yeah. and get the shit going. Like I, I remember with World Pain and Blood, we played uh, in Japan with Slayer, and they came out with the first three songs of World Pain and Blood, and I was like, that's a hard statement saying like, look, we believe in this record. We're gonna come out with the first three songs on the record in the set, and in Japan, uh, that record was really well received, and so that the audience really reacted to it. Now you were saying that uh, that a uh, couple of the songs you sent over are already really big in Europe. You know, David Hasselhoff's really big in Europe too. You guys thought about maybe doing a we co tour? We did a festival with David. Did you really? Oh my God, man. Yeah. That is awesome. In Austria, he still kills it because Austria is a German speaking country. So yeah, he still kills it. We didn't play the same night, but it was the same weekend. Uh, did you get to meet him though? Nah, oh, you don't. You don't hassle the Hoff, bro. You don't, even, you don't ask for a picture. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> That'd be cool, actually, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. He's a nut. We, we're doing uh, getting interviews with wrestlers and all that now too. We're right on. Oh, yeah. speaking of that, Ian Robinson. They've been following. Oh his no way! How's he doing? He's doing. He's doing wrestling podcasts. Cool. You gotta check that out. I will. I just Pretty did good. Tommy Dreamer's show. Oh, I had Frankie out. Kazarian on my show. I've had Jericho. I had Mick Foley. I've been doing a lot of MMA guys. I had Kimbo. I, Kimbo Slice episode was big. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. We talk about him going out in the pit. Down and beating people's ass. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And then uh, who else did we have on? Uh, I had uh, Ian McCall. I had Matt Brown. Matt Brown's fighting this weekend, so I'm excited about that. I was I almost had Randy Couture the other day, but oh, he's man. in San Jose and I was going to LA, so we couldn't link up. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. Great. Yeah, it'd be cool. Nice. Just a couple more things here, we'll let you get going. So, how can people get hold of the, the new one? Go to Best Buy, FYE, or any of the cool mom and pop st stores. We passed one today with uh, Vintage, or what's the one in Cleveland? What's the good mom and pop store in Cleveland? Um, there was one that we passed, and it looked like they had a bunch of metal releases. And then, uh, you know, in the in the, the internet, like you got... Exchange or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Amazon, Best Buy Online... Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Google Play has it. iTunes. I mean, iTunes were number one on the metal chart today, so that was that feels good. And uh, Amazon, we went number one, uh, and we're actually number eight on Amazon overall, which is which, which is really good. So we'll see. Keeping the fingers crossed. But hey, look, you can't be free. Oh no! Right? And so as long as you know the, the, all the torrents exist, you know people have that option. And so I always say, like, please, you know, it's like the honor system at this point. It's like yeah, yeah. if you were to go to like a little mom and pop coffee store and they left out a pot of coffee in a little cup, you'd throw a buck or fifty yeah. cents in, right? So that's what it is in like the music industry. You just hope that the fans will realize that you know months and months of work is worth their seven, eight bucks or whatever. How much? You know, I think Best Buy it's eight bucks today yeah. or something. You know. Do you have your podcast on Google Play yet? No, but I'm getting. I'm gonna do YouTube. I'm gonna do. Uh, I guess they're talking about getting it on uh, Spotify, and there's gonna be more and more outlets for podcasts. But to be honest, I think I would rather go the subscription route. If I could get a couple thousand subscribers, I could go to like four or five a week. Oh wow! You know, and 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 have it be more of like a morning show, and mm -hmm. you know, release it every morning, and that just have it be more current. But you really need a good subscriber base. And yeah, you would. Already from Howard Stern's show, he's been doing it, and it's all subscriber-based, and he's doing really well. And I thought, you know, I have a diehard enough fan base where maybe I could, if I made sure that the content was really good and the sound and the quality and the editing and everything, you know, the new bits, new segments, um, you know, stuff from all the festivals, fan questions, all that stuff. I think if I could make a really quality show, then it would warrant it. And then people wouldn't have to sit through the ads. Yeah. 
you know, because then no ads. If you if your subscription, then you just you don't have to do ads. You're always going, dude. You're always thinking of stuff and always on the go, man. You ever take you time? I'm going to have to on this tour. I'm reaching the burnout point on this tour. I could already tell yesterday. Like, I, I was like, all right, I better get a nap in. A nap will do wonders yeah. for you, though, right? But um, but I just want to, with the, with the podcast and with this record, I just want to put out good content, you know? And so that's why we worked really hard on the record. That's why I've been working really hard on the podcast. Like, I didn't have to stay up till 1 in the morning, get to the airport, and get that Dave Lovardo episode out, but I had so many people writing me this morning, like because England's six hours ahead. Yeah. So people were like, "How the fuck did you get Dave? We were watching your Snapchat, like you're you're doing the press conference." And I was just like, "You know what? I wanted to get it done." You put it all together, or do you send somebody else to do it? I have Alex from Paragon do it, but I'm going to start doing it on my own soon, or or who knows? Maybe I'll go to the subscription model. And then if I, because if, if I went to the subscription model, I could have like a producer, an editor, um, like I could have a staff. If you need any help, let me know. I would love that. I sure. do this every week. I know. And over you're 10 killing, years. I know. And you're killing the game. The, the thing I love about Maximum Threshold is that it's just so user friendly. And, and I noticed anytime I've ever been on, the reaction was good because people just go and they click it and boom, it's on. Yeah. There's no this, you don't got to update some player and download some flash thing. And, and that's, I really think it's about the functionality of the show and so when people send me links to their shows if I can't just get right on yeah. right away I'm just on to the next thing and I have as soon as you go on the website bow yes. automatically comes on yes. so if people are at work or whatever fuck it everybody's gonna hear it yeah <laughs> so no, who knows what's on <laughs> I think that's good because anytime I've been on then people listened in and people were like that was so easy and it's so functional right on so you got anything you want to throw out? Uh, yeah, can I grab one of your waters? Yeah, by all means. <laughs> Give me one, too. Yeah. I'm all about catering. I'll take one, too. But remember, it's purified, so it's bullshit. You'll just yeah. piss it out. Yeah. It's all right. it's not, you don't actually absorb it. It doesn't actually hydrate you. No, there's no nutrients in no, it. No, it's just... Will it help the kidneys out a little no, bit? No, it's like a placebo. <laughs> it's like a placebo. Yeah. Like It just, yeah. just wets your mouth, and that's about it. Awesome, man. Right on, Thanks. guys. Thanks. Yeah, dude, so... You know, uh, what's up, everybody? This is Jamie Josta from Hate Breed and Kingdom of Sorrow, and I'm here with Dom on MaximumThreshold.net.
Radio show on Stitcher Radio. Uh, Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Blackberry, and Palm Free on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com. Once again, you can hear Maximum Commercial Radio Show on Stitcher.com. I think that was Steve Vai music in the background there. I gotta really gotta update that damn promo, huh? That bumper. Uh, does anybody have a BlackBerry still or a Palm Pre? <laughs> that was like five years ago, wasn't it? Six years ago. <laughs> I remember the Palm Pre and the Pixies were in. That was a shit to have. You didn't have the you had a BlackBerry, man. You, you were smart. It's like people when what you what 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 are you gonna check out for if you're looking for something online? Do you use Bing? Do you use Google? What do you use? You know, Google is usually um, the smarter man's thing. Um, yeah, so let me get back in here. I'm going to play some more music. Come back. we got a couple cool other, other interview here we got with Mark Tremonti in a couple minutes. So let's do this one. Let's get back to some of our um, homegrown music here. There's a morning wagon.
what you don't know won't hurt you. What you probably will. What you don't know won't hurt you. What you do probably will. What you don't know won't hurt you. What you do.
Daddy, I'm lost. Can you help me? Hey, this is Old School Headbanger. When I'm on the road, I listen to Dom and Maximum Threshold Radio every Saturday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Be there. Not at some gig in the city with myth and men at some homo bar in the East Village. Hi, I'm Elaine Lancaster, and I'm the tranny who was with Patrick in Miami. And I'd like to say live rocks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hi, my name is Lauren Harris, and uh, you're listening to Maximum Threshold with Dominic. I request on MaximumThreshold.net. This is Liv from Sister Sin, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold.
Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News report. Marilyn Manson is set to receive the Icon Award at the 2016 Alternative Press Music Awards. The awards show will be held at the Schottenstein Center in Columbus, Ohio on July the 18th. And Dunsmuir, the band featuring Neil Fallon from Clutch on vocals, Dave Bone, Brad Davis, and Vinny Apice. Well, they're, they released two more seven-inch uh, singles. They are And Madness, and the other one is called Deceiver. Limited pressings of both are available at IndieMerch.com. And Chelsea Grin have released their, their second new song off their upcoming new album called Self-Inflicted. Check out the song Skin Deep on YouTube. The album is out on July the 1st, and you can also check out the band live on the 2016 Vans Warped Tour. Continuing with your MaximumThreshold.net rock and metal news, sad news for Agalock fans. Agalock have announced they are breaking up. And they stated, following 20 years, five full-length albums, many tours around the world, and numerous other recordings, John Hom and the rest of the band, Don Anderson, Jason Walton, and Aesop Decker have parted ways. What the future holds for the separate parties remains undetermined. We collectively thank all of our fans across the world. There are also way too many other people to thank who made the band possible you know who you are. And Volbeat have released a music video for their new song, The Devil's Bleeding Crown, on YouTube. They have also officially announced bassist Kaspar Boy Larson as a permanent member of the band. The new album, Seal the Deal and Let's Boogie, is out on June the 3rd. And finally, you can check out a video recap of Korn's April tour in Mexico on YouTube. The video is narrated by guitarist James Monkey Schaefer, and you can see the band on stage and behind the scenes. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with a Z, and this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Thanks for tuning in. Hi everyone, this is Kaito Dadding of Judas Priest and you're listening to Dominic on Maximum Threshold. That's right, thanks KK. Can't beat that, man. KK Downing. What's up with that? Promo ID, beat that bitch. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. There's a lot of history for you. <clears throat> Yeah, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Hey, man, I'm just knocking out some stuff here. We're doing some requests. Like I said, we're getting ready to work on this um, this giveaway that I have. And I thought of you guys out there, our fans and our listeners out there, uh, who, especially if you love hate breed, man, I got to autograph the whole band. I got the whole band autographed, their concert tour um, poster. So I got that. I just got to get it to the trunk of my car. It's from last night. So they signed it just for you guys out there. So you guys, man, um, I'm going to come up with some idea of how we can unload it to you guys, um, some sort of contest. It's not going to be hard. It's going to be something simple. But I just want i want to get make sure it doesn't go out to somebody who's not in the hate breed. Man, you got to be in the hate breed if you, if you want this. So you may want to text me or shoot me an email or something. At mtrshow at gmail.com. Tell me why you want it. If you give me a good enough reason, I'll, sh- I'll call a game. How's that? <laughs> that was easy. So I played this this uh, promo I, that I had here. I, it, it was pretty funny. It was the band live. <laughs> and um, I forgot what the hell they sang. But they sang some songs that were really popular. Well, I interviewed them. And, you know, our, our interviews always go south sometimes. And. We end up talking about trannies and stuff like that, and so 
this is the band live here. I'm going to play this again here. I thought this was pretty funny. Hi, I'm Elaine Lancaster, and I'm the tranny who was with Patrick in Miami. And I'd like to say live rocks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There you go, man. That's the band live. Never would have thought they would have been talking tranny talk with me, huh? Next week, man. I don't think you're going to be getting a live show because I'm going to be down at Rock on the Range covering that. And should be some pretty cool interviews we'll be picking up. There's some cool bands I get to see again. I haven't seen in a while. I can see my buddies in Steel Panther. Looking forward to that. And if you guys are down in the Columbus area, um, just shoot me a message, man. I'll be over there in the, um, the tent, the media tent, hanging out in air conditioning and you know, where catering is and all that. No, we roll. So <laughs> that's where you'll be able to find me at. And um, we'll hang out. Yeah. How's that? I'll give you some, I'll give you some free water because I know that shit's going for like seven, eight bucks a bottle. So let me get, I got this interview here that I conducted earlier this week with Mark Tremonti. So I'm going to knock this one out for you guys. Then I, I'm thinking we're going to do a Michael Sweet interview as well because he's already retweeted that I was going to play the interview. So I want to thank Michael Sweet uh, for pimping out and Jamie Joss as well. Uh, the interviews, man. Thank you very much. It means a lot. So here you go, man. Thanks for, like I said, tu- thanks for tuning in. This is this isn't long. This is probably like ten minutes. This Mark Tremonti interview. Um, it's pretty interesting, man. I'm not gonna tell you about it before the interview. You're gonna learn right along with me. And I got, I want to play the Queen's Rig interview because I heard so much good stuff about this one. And I haven't listened to it either because I wanted to sit here and listen to it with you guys. Because that's what I do when Michael does these. I don't listen to them ahead of, ahead of time. Um, because I want to listen to him and laugh right along with you guys. Okay, here we go. This is Mark Tremonti here on Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Uh, here you go, man. Be back after this on Maximum Threshold Radio Show, episode 452. Oh, we're live tonight in um, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, that's where we're at. How are you? Hey, pretty good, man. How you doing, man? Great. Yeah, it's been a while since I've I've talked to you. Last time I talked to you was at Rock on the Range. Oh, cool, man. Which which year? I think I've been at Rock on the Range every <laughs> every year for the past three yep. or four years. Yeah, I, I talked. Well, I talked to you last few times. I remember the last time you had the chance. We sat down. We talked for a little bit. And um, you're you're with one of the guys in the band as well. And you guys, man, put on a phenomenal show as always. And it, just every time you see you, just it's, it's just so great watching how. You know, you're evolving into into who you are as a musician, and and just just you you, you just have um, the audience here just eats from eats from your hand, man. And you do a great job. Thank you so much, man. So I happen to get a hold of the new one, your 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 latest release, man, Dustin. This thing is wow. It is. I think this is your actually your your best work to date. Is, is that how you feel about this? Because that's the way the fans have reacted to yeah. it. You know, so it's um, when I initially put. You know, when we recorded the album, of course, we recorded uh, 20 songs, and half of it was mm-hmm. cauterized, half of it was dust. And I tried to make both albums easily. Uh, I, I thought they were going to be uh, equal in quality. So it's uh, I tried to make them as equal as, and dynamic as possible. Yeah. So uh, looking back on it, maybe dust is a little more accessible, a little more upbeat. I think uh, mm-hmm. cauterized was a little a little moodier, darker. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I, I have my favorites off both records. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I feel this one has. I think you know, you know, being a guitarist, you kind of um, you you look for the new sounds that you could produce on your guitar on your instrument and how you put how you arrange your songs. I think this one. Uh, you you definitely are using more uh, more you're playing more notes. I think that's the word to use as you did in the last one, where it was more just just straight up heavy sounding. Is that is that the vibe you had too? You know, I just like I said, I, I um you know looking back on it, the only thing I really noticed is that may, like I said, it, maybe this album's just a little more upbeat and accessible. Yeah. I think some of the some of the melodies are a little more straightforward. I think maybe the the first record. Um, uh, has a little more of a progressive vibe to it than this one does, but uh, I don't know. I uh, I didn't pre-plan any of the, the records sounding different too much at all. I think it was just in hindsight. I just noticed that this record was a little more just energetic, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now, when you were putting this one together, was um, are these like are some of these tracks like leftovers from the ones that didn't make it on your first one? Um, well, we were, I didn't know which, which songs were going to go on each album yeah. until it got mixed. So we recorded 20 songs, and um, during the mixing phase, uh, I, I decided to turn it into two albums instead of having, you know, 14 songs on a record with six B-sides. I didn't, oh, want, I gotcha. I didn't want any of these, I didn't want any of these songs to be uh, thought of as less important than any of the rest. Yeah. So um, I, I just knew that I grew up listening to albums that had eight songs on them. Mm-hmm. Um, that and uh, decided to do the same thing, put, put out two 10 song records and make sure every song was got its uh, fair shake. I got you on that now. Yeah, it, may, it makes sense. You know, you know, I would, I think, um, any other musician, like, it kind of makes you think back to like the old, um, like GNR with the Use Your Illusion kind of thing. You know, they pumped out all those songs at once, so they made the two records. And Smashing Pumpkins did the same thing, just out of the blue with like fifty songs that they put out. And but this is it's a, it's just, this is great, man. If if you're a fan of your music, fan of of who you are and what what you've done, man, this is definitely something everybody needs to get their hands on. Thank you very much. Who did you have um help produce this record that you have or the last last two? Uh, we had you know Michael Basquet, or we call him Elvis, mm-hmm. uh, produce this record. This is. You know, he's produced all the Tremonti records so far. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, he, he becomes um, critical in the, in the pre-production phase where we all get together. And as a band, we'll put together an arrangement that we um, kind of a loose arrangement as quickly as we can. And then um, we'll try to get it as airtight as possible before we get into pre-production. And then mm-hmm. when Elvis gets involved, we'll, we'll, we'll get open-minded and we'll tear apart every song's arrangement and try to uh, make it as, as interesting as possible and... Um, even if it sounds perfect to begin with, we'll, we'll do all we can to see if we can throw a wrench in there to, to make a, uh, make something, um, you know, make a mistake turn into to a, you know, a, a good, good mm-hmm. mistake and make it sometimes, sometimes you create some magic by just experimenting in, in the pre-production phase. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do with Elvis. Was there any songs that when you were putting together and you felt, oh man, this is really great. You love that vibe. But when he got his hands over it, he just like tore it apart and the song turned into something else that it was supposed to be. Um, you know, I think on these two, uh, the, the biggest way he pushed us on these two records was, um, you know, we had, we were almost done with pre-production and, um, he said, you know, you could, you, we've, we've done everything we can. We have every type of song except for, uh, your, Germani band does not have the epic song that mm-hmm. that uh, that deep long epic song. Let's try to uh, let's see if we can jump into something like that. And I said, on the last day of pre-production, you want to come up with a song like that? And uh, we did. We can't. You know, they. I I went through my computer, came up with 
um, a pattern that I really liked, and then I we just I wrote the chorus uh, at that moment. We wrote the bridge that day, and it turned into Providence so, um, off the first record. But mm-hmm. you know, moments like that, if Elvis wasn't involved, he wouldn't push us to yeah. uh, come up with that last song. Who's the big pusher in your band for the riffs? Is it you or is it somebody else? What, what was the question? The riffs that you're coming up with your songs. Who's the main person coming up with that? Well, I come up with all the. I come. Up, I write all the music to begin okay. with, and then um, everybody just kind of writes their parts over them. You know, it's Shermani uh, Band's really my vision. You know, this yeah. is my this is my this is my baby. So I don't. This was a way to, for me to get out all the ideas that uh, would never see the light of day. So last thing I want to do is go have somebody else uh, write all the ideas. You know, this, this is my vision. I got you. How has the media been taken to this the new one? It's been some of the it's been the probably the best feedback I've ever had oh, on a nice. record. You know, it's not, it's it's been amazing. I think more and more people are becoming aware of the band and uh you know that all the um all the reviews have been tremendous and the uh you know, I think the chart positions are all well up from where they were on the last record and, and the first record. So it's it's just a steady growth for the band and we're real excited about it. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what, one of the one of the key things I've been thinking about a lot is um, how how is what's the plan of getting the music out there to the people? Seeing that terrestrial radio is just so hard. Is it is it a focus on satellite or what? What is how is your take on it? You have to hit it from so many different angles yeah. these days. You know, we're with this band. We're not on a major label. We're just doing it ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Fret Twelve is the label. And that's the company um, my brother started, yeah. and. Um, you know the the radio the radio game is tough because it's yeah. uh, these major labels throw so much um, money at marketing and and getting their their bands out there. We don't we don't have that budget. We just try to uh, do as many favors as we can and 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 use the uh, try to put out the best quality there is so it, so the music gets spun and um, uh, you know we try to do as much promotion through um, just our publicists getting us mm-hmm. the best interviews like we're doing right now oh, and. You. Uh, uh, you know, going out and performing as much as we can, and I get on I get on Twitter and I respond to as many people as I can um, to keep in direct contact with folks. And, and people just uh, when people fall in love with an album, they go and they tell their friends about it. Yeah. And it's just been growing that way. Yeah, I think I think the way this music direction is going is it's like it was back in the day with the old um, trading tapes and all that and. Because you were, we weren't getting our music played on the air as it was back then, and that was the way we did it. And I think it's it's just like it's just this is vicious cycle that we're going through, and I'm interested to see what's gonna how it all turns out at the end. Yeah, it's changing every day. You know, I think um, the people who are in this business, I think it's going to be like it was back in the '80s and '90s, yeah. are sadly mistaken. That's you got to right. change with, with the times. There's got to be a new way coming out soon, some way of getting it out there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, let's see. Just a couple more things here. I know you got a lot of things going on there, uh, but how can people get a hold of your um, the, the new release? Uh, you can get it through fret12.com. You can get it um, through iTunes, uh, Google Play, Amazon. You can get it at FYEs or Best Buys or Walmarts or Targets. Pretty much, pretty much everywhere. You yeah. know, it's uh, we don't have it on uh, the streaming sites right now. We were just going to give it a little a little window um, mm-hmm. first before we did that, and then. Um, Eventually, you'll just be able to get it everywhere. Nice. You hitting up the festivals again this year, this summer? Yeah, we're uh, we're headed over on the 25th to to Europe, and we're doing you know the Download Fest, the first mm-hmm. Download Fest ever in oh, France. Nice. We're doing Health Fest. Um, all all the biggest festivals in Europe. We're doing um, when we're not doing festivals, we're doing some side shows with Iron Maiden. Oh, sweet. Um, 
and uh, and just our own headlining shows. Nice. Um, uh, Mark, can you do us a quick favor? Sure. Can you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say your name, you're listening sure. to Maximum Threshold, and then throw something crazy out at the end of it? Yeah, I, I didn't catch it. What was that? Maximum Threshold. Yep. And whenever you're ready. Gotcha. Hey, this is Mark Tremonti from Tremonti, and you're tuned into Maximum Threshold. That was perfect. Mark, hey, I want to thank you again for being on our show here and just taking the time out and talking about the new one and talking about how people can get a hold of this new release. And I do I do believe this is, by listening to this, man, I love this record. It's it's great. It's these, it's, it's like this, the kind that you listen to it a few times and you're like, I got to listen to it again. You know, you just find yourself in rewind mode on this. Well, thank you so much. It means a lot. Oh, no problem. Hey, and definitely when when you come back around to Cleveland area, we got to hook up and we'll do this all over again. And we'll get the other guys involved Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, man. We'd love to. Sounds good, man. Hey, thanks so much. Oh, you're welcome. And have yourself a good one. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.
Okay, I'm ready. Phone head. <laughs> Why would you want me? What do you want me to do? Oh, oh, you're still recording. Yeah. Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah, we'll do it. Hey, what up? It's Jake from Crowbot. You're getting hard with maximum threshold. <laughs> 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 you don't even stop me swinging. Are you going to cut them up or play them? Well, I stop. That one's done. These are put them on. Okay. Hey, this is Brandon from Crowbot, and we're squeezing real hard on the shaft, showing you the tip of our maximum threshold. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to beat that one. I'm not going to beat that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hey, what's up? This is Paul from Crowbot, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is David Olea, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold, and we love orgies. All right, this is Jizzy Pearl from Rat, Warrant, Stockin', L.A. Guns, Love, Hate, Adler's Appetite. The Who and um, every other band, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold here on the Internet Radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's trying to have a good time. Even though these are the bad times She's trying to get in, she wants out Doing some time for small crimes to herself Sitting by a window Breathing on the glass Time will tell, time will pass Cause when you're young sometimes Little things seem larger than life She is a wild wind blowing She's my butter and ring, she is a hurricane The things she didn't say But she's an angel Yeah, 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 yeah They lock you away They lock you away Mama, take the strings off your face So you won't hate Yeah, 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 yeah. 
she's trying to have a good time even though these are the bad times it's right that was of course love hate with she's an angel here on Maximum Threshold Radio, and I want to thank also Mark Tremonti uh, for taking some time out and hanging out with us, shooting shit, and talking about his new release, Dust. So that's really cool. I really appreciate that. And he also heard Catching Fire. That was one of the new tracks off his latest release as well. And um, I got some tunes here I'm going to play. I'm going to get back in the music mode here. And then we're going to come back. I got, got this interview. I got two two more interviews I'm going to try to get to. I'm trying to look at the time frame. We're running out of time. And I don't want to make this a damn 17-hour 17 mar- 17 marathon show. You know what I'm saying, Shane? So let me knock out some of this music here. We'll come back. And we got the interview with Queensryche. And we have the interview. Uh, I'm trying to try real hard for Michael H. Sweet. Here at Max Threshold Radio. Oh, let's see here. I got a text message. Greetings from Corbin, Kentucky, where the KFC was started. Tonight's useless trivia information. So here you go. This here is some brand new Death Angel for you. This is good, happy love music for you. We'll be back after this here on Maxwell Threshold Radio. This is Cause for Alarm. And screams out deep. Now his butt is bleeding. Like a hydrant got a back. Beavis likes to detrotomo's gelb. Dillo, 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 dillo. short break here on Max and Threshold Radio. Horns up, fist in the air, bitches. Everybody knows that tattoos are all the rage, and you want to be cool and get a tattoo. But you're not really cool until you got the gear, too. So the newest gear, the coolest gear, the hottest gear is United Tattoo Brotherhood. Because only people... The coolest cats got them? No. Only people with tattoos accept everybody. 
Not everybody accepts everybody with tattoos. And it is a brotherhood. Yes, it is. It's, we're, we're all family. And these are available only at utb13.com or at Gen X in Willoughby, Ohio. And you go on there, you get hoodies, t-shirts, women's shirts, and soon you'll be able to get some hats. Sweet. And uh, they're a new sponsor of ours. And check it out. I think they really dig it. UTB13.com. Those are the letters. UTB13.com. It's United Tattoo Brotherhood. Yes. Join the family. Miss the live show? Go to stitcherradio.com and search Maximum Threshold and listen in today. That's Maximum Threshold and Stitcher Radio. A match made in heaven. Wondering how you're hearing Maximum Threshold right now? The online 24-7 player. You listen to it live and it's streamed and it's fueled by JWN Media. Once again, it's JWN Media. Check them out if you're looking. JWN Media has reasonable prices for shoutcast feeds. So if you have yourself a show and you want to get on the air, you can do so. If you have your music, you want to play it on your website 24-7, you can do that at JWN Media. They'll take care of all your online needs. Once again, it's JWNmedia.com. Tell me you heard about this through MaximumThreshold.net. Maximum Threshold Radio live every Saturday night exclusively here at MaximumThreshold.net. And if you're not listening to it live, you're listening to one of our fine affiliates. Thanks for listening to Maximum Threshold Radio Show and the Maximum Threshold Radio Network. Have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. Hey, this is Dominic. And whenever I'm strumming my guitar, I'm looking for that sensational sound. It only works the best with SIT strings. Let's get at is SIT strings. Check them out at SITstrings.com. And if you're a guitarist, you definitely want to get these on your axe because they'll never, ever let you down. Want to text the show? You can text 24 hours a day. Just send a message from your phone at 440-520-1956. Once again, a text number... The show is 440-520-1956. Text the show now. You can text message the show right now at 440-252-0058. Once again, it's 440-252-0058. Text the show. Michael Strong, the Hebrew Hammer. Phone lines are open. Call now, 440-709-4977.
Once again, that number is 440-709-4977. I didn't know that. And now, back to the guy with the hairline of Principal Belding and the tits of Kelly Kapowski, Don. Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. Episode four fifty two of the Max Threshold Radio Show. Okay, hey, um, got this interview I'm gonna knock out here. This here is the interview. Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. This interview that Michael did last week, or was it the week before last? At M three with Queensryche, a couple members. I think he had Todd and Eddie. So this is pretty good. I'm going to sit here and listen to it right along with you guys. I'm looking forward to this. Um, should be some in- interesting stuff in here from what I hear. So once again, this is Queensryche here on Max and Threshold Radio. Uh, I want to thank the guys for being on the show. I want to thank Michael Strong again for for doing this. He does a great job, and I really appreciate it. So does all you peoples out there, too. Okie dokie. Back after this, <clears throat> this is like a... Fi- 20 minute interview or something like that. So we back. Horns up. Fist in the air. Thanks for tuning in. Maximum Threshold Radio. Hey, everybody. This is Michael from Maximum Threshold, and I'm with Todd and Eddie from Queensryche. How are you guys doing? Good. Great. How are you? As well. you can, Thanks for having us. As you can hear, I bootlegged your concert from tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. At M3 and playing in the background. So, before this spins off the rails, why don't you guys tell everybody where they can find your, um, your music? Tour info, buy some merchandise. You can. Um, yeah, so you can go to uh, queensrikeofficial.com and you can get, uh, there's links to everything. We have tour dates, we have um, merch store, you know, all, all the latest news and events. Also, Queensrike Official on Facebook. That's yeah. kind of how we're most access- accessible. Yeah. So, do you being, being the new guy in the band, even though it's been a few years, obviously. Sure. Do they still do they haze you at all? No. This guy. No. What about Whip? Does he give you the business? N- nobody. Nobody messes with me. It's been four years and he's still the new guy. Yeah. Oh. That's <laughs> never gonna change. Well, like Metallica got Jason Newstead in the band and he was the new kid until he quit, basically. Right. Right. You know. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's all good. We're, it, you know, we joke around and. Uh, you know, we have a good good rapport and a good sense of humor, and I probably razz them more than they razz me. Yeah. So now that you are, as you said, four years into this, yeah. And I know at first a lot of people were skeptical. Sure. A lot of people were, you know, turned their nose up at it. Of course. And, you know, I don't want to disparage any former members because that that's part of the Queen's Right legacy. Sure. But now, I think that you proved yourself, which you did from the beginning, but you you got four years on your belt are people less do you do you get more people now that are like hey i I wanted to doubt it at first but now i believe happens all the time every show somebody will come up and look most people that come are there because they support queensrike there are the few that come out that want to know for themselves you know am i as good as maybe some people said or they want to confirm that i'm not good and I, I don't, I'm not mad at them. I don't blame them. It's a purist mentality. This music means a lot to a lot of people. 
and you know this is their band first that's how they feel this is my band and who are you to come in and you know what I mean sing these songs that you didn't write and I I, I get it but um, every show I'm I'm not trying to prove anything I'm just trying to do the best I can as a member of this band but we are proving ourselves at every show because there are people that don't even know that there's another singer there are people that don't know I've done two albums with this band and they come out and they say overwhelmingly you know I, I owe you an apology I I didn't want to like you and if I really give the music an honest try and you you do it complete justice and I see an energy on the stage that I haven't seen in a long time and these guys are happy and all I care about first is that I make my band members happy and I make the, the fans, and I don't like the word fans, but the supporters of the band, I want them happy. I am secondary or third, and that's how I really feel. So, you know, I, I just do the best that I can, and people are going to compare me to albums of a prime 20, young 20-something-year-old 20 vocalist on a perfect recording. Um, and, the, you know, because of the nature of the business, you are relying for income on touring and merchandise. So you have to be you have to be able to deliver live. And I think that I'm I'm fairly consistent. I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses, and I'm a human being and I do the best that I can and I think that that translates and people have given the band an honest try. Some people will never give me a try, a chance and that's okay too. What you know, if they support the former singer, by all means, they should. There's enough music for everybody to enjoy, but make no mistake, this there is only one Queensryche, and this is the band, and these are the songwriters that wrote the songs that I loved, that you loved, that the fans love, and when we play that music every night, they hear it. You're, you're never going to hear the music played as good as these guys playing it. Absolutely. Now, I will say this, no disrespect, Eddie. I was not, like, I'm a, I'm a Queensryche fan, but like... Everybody's band, there's like a song or two they don't really like. Of course. Like, and I, I liked Silent Lucidity, but it was so overplayed that I started to not like it. Mm -hmm. And last oh, year... Oh, you'll love it tonight. La no, <laughs> let me tell you something. Last year, like, you guys start to, you start playing it. Dude, you made me a fan of the song. Because you, you got a set of fucking pipes. And, you know, I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, man, I really, like, I got goosebumps. Look, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. For real, like, thank you. I was like, wow, that, like, not that it, you know, not that, you know, Jeff couldn't sing. Nobody will say that he couldn't sing back in the heyday, but it just got so overplayed. I, I'm like, I would change it every time. But dude, standing there, I'm like, wow. I even turned to, to my friend that was saying, when it started, I'm like, I'm sick of this song. So you started singing. I'm like, dude, that dude made me like that song. It is like. You Bill Cosby'd me into liking that song because you're yeah, you hide your so, drink. You were so powerful. I mean, it, well, you know, in in, in you know, qu quickly to that song, there are songs in the catalog that require a certain delivery. Well, deliver him, yeah. but but there's a there's a, a depth and a bass to your voice that he had and that I have. I have a a low voice. If I want to sing low, I can sing much lower than people probably realize but have resonance there and that song in particular is um, vocally has a very um, warm presence to it and delivery 
and of course it's it's a it's a it's an amazingly well-structured song and a lot of people have a lot of memory even if we feel like yeah we don't want to play that sometimes there are songs that we just we don't want to play not that we don't like it but the band has such a vast catalog it's hard to pick and choose and pull but you you want people to have the biggest bang for their buck when we have a one-hour show so we're gonna give the biggest hits I shouldn't have said I shouldn't say that so the biggest hits <laughs> and um, you know and then we're gonna pull some obscure songs out from deep in the catalog and some new stuff and uh, but I'm glad that you that you found a new um, likeness for the song yeah. you know I mean your your voice is just so powerful and Eddie let me ask you this I know it's it's been a few years obviously is it, it had to breathe a new air and breath of freshness to the band almost like lifting lifting the cloud from the band and you got to be completely Queensryche again with with Todd joining the band and invigorating you guys have been around a long time was it was it like a complete shot in the arm and almost like that freshness like when you first start and you're like you know, did it bring that back to it? Well, of course. I mean, it, it, you know, and also you're very open-minded as well. You know, I mean, it, you've you've you know you've been around the block for a while. You know, and you've you've been touring and recording albums with a, a specific singer that you know is a very talented singer. You know, and to have somebody like LT come in, you know, and pretty much sing just about anything our old singer could sing. I mean, that's a big plus. You know, but along with his talent, you know, I mean, it, it's it's just. It was a smooth transition. I don't think it was as rocky or as, as difficult as most people might think it was. Not only that, but I think just by default, I mean, regardless of that it's me, um, when you're collaborating creatively with anyone new, like when you, when you work with somebody for as long as they've worked together, you, you know how they're going to write, how they're going to phrase, how they're probably going to structure a song. You, you just know it. And... They're, that's great on one hand it can get a little stale and that's just with creating with anybody it doesn't even matter it doesn't even have to be music you know you know their next their next move and so to have myself and Parker who's been in the band seven or eight years um, you know to have uh, somebody just offering a fresh perspective on a piece of music is just fun by it by default because it's something that you didn't it's refreshing, forget. yeah. You know, it, it, it's it, it, yeah. It, it absolutely. It's inspiring. It you is. feed off of it, and look, we you know, we have a great relationship outside of the band. You know, I mean, we we joke and laugh, and you know, I mean, Eddie's come and stayed at my house down in Florida, and we you know we do other things outside of music, and we you know we joke around all the time. So we're friends. You know, I mean, if this ended today. We are still gonna yeah. send our funny texts and joke around with each See, other, and I love you know that, we're we're I you know we're we are friends first. It was music first, but now I feel that we're friends first, and the music is an extension of that friendship now. Yeah, because I, I see like you know festival like this. You see, I'm sure you cross paths with people that you've seen over the years, of old course. friends that you only see once in a while. Right. But I still see. Like you and Eddie walking around, you and everybody sticking together. I mean, it's not like a gang where it's like you guys, it's you against the world, but you can tell you guys are genuinely have that friendship because even with all these people that you don't see, all your kindred spirit, musician brothers, yep, 
you're still hanging together. Well, and we're we are our family away from our families. Yeah. So, you know, we're friends. Yeah. And and you know, that's this is how we this is how we are, you know. And I, I was told by our program director to get to talk to you about like Sasquatch and <laughs> about what? Sasquatches and um from the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. He, the, the guy told me, talked really into stuff from before he was born. Like, I didn't know if that meant, like, like being... I don't know. I don't know where he got that. But, I mean, I, you know, I like I like history. I like, uh, you know, I didn't know things about science and the cosmos. And I'm not sure where he... Yeah, I thought exactly I was thinking maybe he, he thought like telepathically no. being like reincarnation and shit. But he's not the brightest guy. No, I'm not either. But I was like, well, you so, said it. I didn't yeah. say he it. He might be setting me up for bail. He could be talking about Michael. I don't know. But you know, like I don't know. one day, the one day I laid this whole trip about Bigfoot on onto the winery dogs, and they were just blown away. I, I had this whole theory that you know the whole Paul McCartney mm -hmm. is dead thing yeah. that he died and he was secretly replaced by it. You know, it wasn't Billy Saul. Shears from Canada. It, it was a Sasquatch. They, they had to shave him down, teach him how to play bass left-handed. The, the biggest problem was he had big feet, and just keeping the big feet away from people saying, hey, Paul had smaller feet. You know, but but they had to shave him all. The, they had to shave him all the time yeah. because that was before laser hair removal. So now, you know, and dude, I'm, I'm telling sorry, you, man. Mike Portnoy was like. What the fuck? He's like <laughs> leaning back a little bit, like what's going on? I, I'm a huge skeptic, so is Eddie, but I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Right. What 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 are you what is your what is the biggest thing? Are you like do you like Prince just died, mm -hmm. which is awful, of course not. Of course. I'm a, I was a huge Prince fan. And now everybody's saying, Oh he had AIDS or he was a drug addict or so it doesn't matter. The guy was brilliant. But there's like these conspiracy theories that because he he spoke out on chemtrails mm. that they killed him. What do you think about something? I think like it's that? ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's, I don't even worry about that. Yeah, I just worry I about about the music that I connected with. Yeah, as, yeah. As I mean, as look how who he was as a as a person. Um, you know, I don't have any special insight. Neither do these people. Yeah. And these are just people that stir the pot. You know, and uh, it's it's extremely unfortunate that he's passed, and so many great, um, you know, musicians, iconic musicians that have passed away. Um, it, it's a it's a tragedy indeed. And then when people like they try to make something out of nothing, um, I don't even pay it any attention. You know, um, could you imagine that vault full of music that he has though? Yeah, they said he wrote two songs a day and recorded or something. I mean, it's, I'm sure that there's so many gems in there that uh, the world will never hear. Maybe we'll hear some of it. I don't know. And it's really unfortunate hearing it in the news about how siblings, family are all now fighting and just the whole issue with now who's, you know, who's going to inherit what, you know. They're talking about making the state color of Minnesota purple. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, you know, um, he should be... Um, memorialized. He should be memorialized. Absolutely. And uh, the good thing about music, for him and for everyone else, and you know, when I'm gone, I hope that I'm able to move someone in a in any kind of a real emotional way. After I'm gone, people can hear 
our music, stuff that I'm a part of, and um, that's my little tiny speck of a mark on the world. Everyone, and, and I don't leave a bigger dot than, than anyone else. Whether you're a father and work a regular nine to five job, your mark is how you're remembered. Because being a good person is first. You can be amazing, be an asshole, and people will remember you're an asshole first. Yeah. And if you're uh, if you're a, a really good person, and maybe you have an off, say you're a musician, you have an off night, those people will 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 defend you, and they will they they will uh, accept the mistakes, or they'll make you out to be bigger than you, better than you were, because they like you as a person. Yeah. So they're buying you first. Yeah. It's just like anything else. Yeah. You know, I'm not a rock star. I'm a guy that plays in one of my favorite bands. And I'm just on the other side of the barricade. That's it. Yeah. It's the only difference. And his favorite stuffed animal is a Bigfoot. Oh, yeah? It is. Giant Bigfoot. But he's dressed like Paul McCartney. With the left-handed honer base. Yeah, right? with a reverse headstock. Yeah. Oh, wow. See? It all comes full. Circle. Right. He shaves everywhere except... His butt crack. Or his, his taint. His balls. I would say his taint. Yeah. Like, could you imagine that? He's completely hairless. But his taint, his balls, and his butt crack are just yeah. like a thatch of hair. Kind of like on the face he, of Chewbacca. It's braided. Braided. Yeah, or right? it's dreadlock. It's cornrowed. Or or when it's not cornrowed, it looks like Zach Wilde's beard. Or Chewbacca. It's I got mean, a purple, a blue stripe. <laughs> Chewbacca. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, can you do a good, didn't you give us a good Chewbacca? No. no. I used to do a really good one. Let me see if I can do it. <clears throat> That's pretty good. That's actually really good. Like, so, so I was trying to bring my girlfriend to do this interview. But she wasn't drunk enough because the one song she always sings—you heard it. Yeah. She sings "Jet City Woman," mm. and it is the, it is the most god awful thing. I said I'm supposed to interview them. I'm like, you should come with me. And so we're gonna get you late tonight. What? Maybe. If not, I got the Bill Cosby special. Yeah. But um, I was gonna be like, I was gonna tell you guys, hey. I know Todd's great now, but I found your new singer. And then she would just launch into it, but she was too embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I, That's funny. It would have been like she'd have. It would have been the funniest thing. I'm sure people sing to you all the time, but this this might be the epically worst. Like uh, Helen Keller could tell she can't sing. You know, but it would have been. I thought it would have been funny. I'm I'm retarded. I mean, I like to amuse myself with the Bigfoot thing. And modest. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, modesty? And modesty. And modesty. <laughs> so, I realized I didn't ask you, where can everybody find your tour dates, buy merchandise, buy some music instead of stealing it, and all of, all the news, latest and greatest? Queensrikeofficial.com. Okay. And, uh, and our Queensrike Official on Facebook. And, but our, our website has uh, all the links that you can go to for merchandise, tour dates, events. Etc. Okay, I see your I see your manager, Fozzie creeping back in. So I guess it's time to wrap it up. It's all right? good. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you guys, thanks Eddie and interest. Todd from Queensryche. Check them out live. And if you're not already a believer, that will make you a believer. Thank Maybe you, not in Bigfoot, but definitely in Queensryche. <laughs> right. Thanks. thanks. All right, man. And Bigfoot too. Can Can we do a, a stay fishing promo have, and a couple of photos?
hit the button to reset ah, i want to thank you again for tuning in <clears throat> this week's edition of the maximum threshold radio show you just get done hearing one of a spectacular interview with queens reich todd latour eddie jackson and of course maximum threshold and morning wagon's own michael strong great stuff there man especially the chewbacca <laughs> oh yeah <clears throat> so I got news earlier this week that um, Twisted Sister has announced that they're they're doing a final show. It's coming up, um, I think July or something like that. I, don't, I gotta look at the dates. I'll post it up on the website this week. So we're planning on trying to send somebody out there to cover the last Twisted Sister show, and we'll see what happens. 
So I'm getting ready to get out of here, man. I wanted to get the Michael Sweet interview, but I'm running out of time and and stuff. But I think it gives me a little more time to promote it next week. So we'll do that. But we did have the interview with Mark Tremonti. Uh, let's see who else. Jamie Josta in Queensryche. That's a nice lineup. What do you think? I'll buy it. Yeah. So I'm getting out of here, but you guys can stick around while I upload and play some more music and stuff like that for you, okay? So don't go anywhere. Be back after this here in Max with Threshold. Horns up. Fist near. Just listen to Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Airs live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. until whenever the fuck they shut up. So tune in. It is pointless to resist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. I'm just looking at the ticker. It's at 155, 23, 24, 25. Try to make it an even number. It makes it a little easier. So when I piece it all together.